process is Black and White, where two friends examine the trials and tribulations of starting their individual businesses with their cultural differences and similarities, along with whatever else accompanies them on their journey. Each week, they will discuss a few chapters from books that will transform you from being a wantrepreneur to an entrepreneur. Here's Vernon and Devin. Good morning, Vernon. Good morning, Devin. Good morning. So, remember last week, I was like, we were trying to remember what it is uh, that statement you had made, the little quote or that you made about, so it was based around doing something. Sure. And your your point was how hard it is to do something. I went back and listened to the pod as I, as I try to do. Um, your point was basically explaining like, how hard it is to do something, how hard it is to be doing something. And that's something like, like, like make something from nothing, like, exactly, like actually, that, achieve, actually something. achieve something and how much it takes. And you were saying that whenever you have to make a decision between going with somebody that's doing something or somebody that's not doing something, you always go with the person that's doing something. Uh, I'm imperfect, so I don't always go. But I, I would like to you be a like person who, exactly. With the person that's doing something. Or be on the side of the yep. person that's doing something. Yep. You know, because it's easy to not do anything. You know what I mean? So, like, I just thought I wanted to go back and listen. And I just thought it was a dope point that you made. I mean, I think it covers everything. It's basically, like, pretty much what the way that I took it was, I'd rather root for the person that's trying to live their purpose versus rooting for the per- person that could care less, that's not even interested in living their purpose. That would, yeah. that would much much rather just, you know, sit on the couch and waste away. I think it's a little more nuanced, right? But yeah. um, the it, it's more there's like a group – I don't, I don't mean to say a group of people, but there's a person, there's a, there's a part of, it's normal to get caught in the hater sort of vibe where you Mm -hmm, just, mm -hmm. you're sitting there and you go like, oh, that sucks or that's not good. Or it's really easy to get in the critic vibe, you know, and criticize, criticize. It's really, really easy. Yeah. It is much, much harder to run a marathon you know what i mean and so the person who's training to run a marathon that's like that's something that's very not objectionable right but you'll find people criticizing them being like they shouldn't be running a marathon they're they're not healthy enough they're not fit enough they'll like have these negative things that they're saying so if that nuance that you mentioned a moment ago it's not it could be someone who's living their purpose in another field but decided that day to wake up in the morning and be a critic about someone else who's living their purpose. So it's really not purpose versus purpose. It's purpose versus critic. It's purpose versus critic. Oh, exactly. That's, that's even, yo, because, that's, we got to tag that. Does anybody else say that? <laughs> purpose versus critic? Well, because it's really easy to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, you know how hard it was? Like, I, And I know that like when you look back on it, you'll tell me it's easy, right? But like, mm-hmm. do you know how hard it was for you to invent those seasonings and like create a website and do all that stuff? You were in a moment, and so you had this energy and this excitement and enthusiasm around it, so you did the thing. 
right? Yeah. Well, you you hit it on the head. It's adrenaline. Yeah. It's adrenaline. Um, I'll give you an example. Uh, Michael Cunningham. Shout out to Mike. He had his uh, seventh seventh uh, annual Christmas. Christmas yeah. um, you know, give give back mm-hmm. for his organization, Kingdom's Keeper, and uh, every year it gets bigger. Unbelievable, unbelievable. And I, I'm gonna send you the link to his news expose. I guess that's what you call it, right? Expose? Sure. I don't know. Um, but he got like a nice little slot, a good like minute and yeah, a half yeah. slot. Channel Ten or whatever. Channel Ten. It was on. Pretty much, almost every outlet guy. I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah he's, he's yeah, doing he, such he, good work, and he's, he's and he's doing awesome work. Yeah, awesome work. It was incredible, man. Well, anyway, he asked me to do the turkeys for him this year. Sure. So you know, I had to get him once it's all calmed down because originally he said six. Showed up at my house with ten turkeys. So hello. <laughs> in the middle of life and work and Christmas and all that. I did these, I smoked these 10 turkeys and everyone down to my wife and even Mike was like, man, like, oh, that that had to be hard, man. I appreciate, you know, like very appreciative and very like, like in awe of the fact that I managed to commit and deliver on these 10 turkeys at this time of the year with all that's going on with the schedule that I had and all that. And every time for me, I'm like, it was easy. Because conceptually it is. Sure. But my, I think it's because of my adrenaline, the excitement, how bad I wanted to do it. It never felt, like, difficult at all. Well, you also do really well with, like, interruptive work. Yes. Right? With, like, yes. here's a thing that you have to get done by this time. That's like you're very wired for that, and it's a practiced skill that you have. Where it's yes. like, okay, here's the thing, and then in there, there's another thing, and then in there, there's another. Thing. Yes. That's your, you know, you've you've excelled at that for it's your professional career, right? Mm-hmm. So like, it's kind of not shocking that somebody could throw like, okay, here's a borderline impossible task at you, and you're just able to take it in stride, right? Like that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. No, I agree. But it's weird. I, yeah. So maybe that's it too. I would. Cause I, I can't, I don't acknowledge like, cause it, it does not seem hard to me. That's cause you've practiced for it. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, if you were, if you think about it, you've been doing that for, you know, 18 years. Yeah. Um, and 19, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And as practice, right. Like, so, you know, um, in that way, now let's put you, let's switch, right. All of a sudden you have to plan Mike's event and do planning for an entire year for one day yeah you would not be good at that no now you could get good at that right we've learned that that's the thing we've learned on the show right it's like everything is just process and practice right so no problem and you know why i wouldn't be good at that because how i operate you operate in an interruptive way now you could change that you could you could actually succeed at that but you don't have any of those skills today no, what I would have to do is find six other people that operate in the same way, and, and, and then we would we would nail it. But it's that would be the impossible task. And the thing that Mike does, and you're 100 percent right, he is organized down to the T. Yep. And he does not he does not succeed. He does not do well in uninterrupted 
environments with constant, you know. What about uh, this? Timing questions. That's not, timing yep. that's not like lined perfectly up. Doesn't fit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's but he also doesn't do that. And again, no. you know, you could you learn that skill? Absolutely. Do you have that skill today? Definitely not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, hey, and that again, we all have our purpose. Mm-hmm. And we all are are the answers. At, at some point, every last person walking this earth is the answer. Sure. Because your skill will solve the problem at some point. You know what I mean? So, no, nah, dope. But it was a great event, man. I, of course. It's incredible, man. And, but to go back to that original thought, it's there are people who, who could make like very like reasoned political perspectives that, that explain why this is a bad thing that Mike's doing, right? Yeah, um, true. <clears throat> and, and, you know, well, it, you know, it normalizes black. Or they, they would have these like very thoughtful political um socioeconomic arguments and and you can agree or disagree right and that's fine because everybody's allowed their opinions and and their perspectives mm-hmm. but who do i want to root for in that conversation who's a side do i want to default to be on i want to default to be on mike's side because mike's doing work <laughs> right yeah. now he might it, it might be that he's wrong and it might be i don't i don't think that is in this case right but it might be that the person doing work is is wrong but i'm going to start on their side before I go over to the person who's just sitting there as an armchair quarterback, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because it's much, agree, that, it's much, much harder to do what Mike does than it is to criticize what Mike does. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you, you start with purpose over criticism. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. action, action. Yeah. yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah man, uh, a- action over criticism. There we go. Yep, I agree. So uh, how's how's it been? We haven't done a. An update in a little while with uh, just the business side of things. How, JD is how, where, using the app like at? a crazy man. JD yeah. is using the app like a crazy man. It's great to see. So his excitement uh, was real. Like that his, that initial excitement. He just needed time. Yeah, and he needed a nudge or whatever, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, people need uh, nudges and time. And, you know, he needed a little walkthrough and... You know, he's asked for a couple little features since then, and I've, like, kind of instantly done them, right? And he's been like, oh, that's great. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, man, I, I can get stuff out for you. Like, as soon as you request it, it's done. So, all in all, man, it's uh, it's going well. He's using it. You know, and that's really all I want is is that evidence that he's using it. And, uh, you know, I got to get ready. I got to go get the third customer. That's that's what I got to do next. Um, yeah. So, you know what I, you know what I, I had an epiphany, which, you know, I tend to do every sure. like hour. That's, um, how, that's how you're built. <laughs> that's me every hour. I was sitting there and I'm thinking about like, so a while back you said something that is ringing more true than ever now, which is that like when all the spices was going, you were like, yeah, I don't think he's going to be spices. And when you said it at first, I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe it is, you know, with the 2400 and everything. You know, maybe it is. Maybe it's spicy. Maybe this. Maybe that. Like, like I don't know. There's a chance. Um, But I think the real thing, and I don't know if you meant it this way, but the thing that I had the 
thought about is that I don't think it's ever just one thing for anybody. And I think like if you watch the way that people build things and how you can continue to build upward, you know, before, you know, whatever it is that you're building starts to take that downward fall because whatever goes up definitely comes down. Except for the people that manage to pivot and follow the, the trends and the direction of where things are going. You know what I mean? Like anybody who thinks like, you know, it it works now, so it's always going to work, and this is always going to be this, you know, un uh, you know this unbelievable success at this level. Like at some point, people are gonna have my seasonings enough where they're just gonna be like, all right, I'm over it. Like I'm I'm tired of like the great, yeah. wonderful taste, awesome. I need something new. Yeah, I need something new. So you always have to be creative and continue to add and, you know, find the next thing, you know. So I think that's something right now where I'm like, hey, yeah, it's catering. Hey, yeah, I'm even thinking about some of the next steps. Like, how do I tie and blend those things together? Not because we've pushed all of these areas as hard as we can push them, but because if you're not thinking about what that next thing is before you know it everybody could be over you and like like a drop of a dime and could just be like ah all right i had enough of these you know it's seasoning's okay whatever i had enough of these you know what I we mean? talk about sports a lot on this show and i think yeah. about um jimmy butler's coffee company all the time yeah like like i think about it maybe once a week, I think about Jimmy Butler's coffee company, which is a lot to think about some random dude who I've never met, who doesn't even play for a team I follow at this point, right? Like, yeah. And the thing is, is like Jimmy Butler is wildly rich, rich beyond. I mean, he's he's generationally rich, mm-hmm. right? He has no need to make a coffee company. Yep, none. He does it because he found something that interests him, and he saw an opportunity to to do a thing and it seemed fun and interesting and creative, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it, that's everything about what happened there. <laughs> yeah. And uh you know, why why is he doing it? I don't know. Why are but it's it it's because it's the next sort of challenge, right? Mhm. In the same way that you're saying like you got to think about the next thing like Jimmy Butler's next thing is a, you know and or Chris Bosh has the, you know his his uh his nonprofit right it doesn't have yeah. to be a a business Money. right yeah like, no nah, right nah. it's it's so like you think about it like people are you know you got you got to challenge gotta be challenged they, yeah. boom and that's the point you you got to be challenged you got to be challenged <clears throat> like yeah. for yourself and just for the record for the people listen my last comment had nothing to do with money for yourself yeah like like you know you want to be challenged for yourself because I know for me, the way that I see what I'm doing now is for it's for others, it's for the people. You know what I mean? Like I, I get filled up when I have a chance to share these fun things that I'm doing with people. And once people no longer is interested in what I'm sharing because they've had it already. I then no longer like I, I need to fill that up again. I need like because I'm a creator and I don't create just for 
myself, I create for others. And I think sure. that's for all of us. We create for others. You know what I mean? Like, if that was the case, you would create a great application that's for Devin. Devin only. Yeah. How fun would that be? I mean, it would be fun, but it wouldn't be the same kind of fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Would it be? Yeah, yeah, for a little while, for a little yeah, while. Yeah, I about to say, I guess the challenge of just making it. Yeah, make you know, you know making the making a table is cool and worth doing. You know, yeah. or making making a you know painting your ha- house is cool and worth doing. But yeah. you know, that that's different than like making a you know a real thing. Like you're doing a thing once, it's great. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and there's value in it, but there's a different kind of value in trying to make something and scale it and grow it. Right. Yeah, yeah, different so. challenge, I would say. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely different challenges. Yeah. So actually, I've been meaning to ask. So we had a pretty crazy workout this morning. How yeah, are yeah. you doing? I know. I know it's like the holidays and nobody's eating right around the holidays. But how are you doing with like eating right, exercise, all that stuff? Yeah. Is it? I know that you've been well, battling it a little bit. Yeah. That, the exercise is, is is no bueno right now. That 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 ain't happening. But the eating probably need more balance. I haven't eat, probably eaten anything in the morning in like, I don't know, a month. And lately I've been so busy, half the time I probably don't eat until the end of the day. So I actually lost like, and not in a good way, but I had to do my follow-up with the doctor mm-hmm. um, because of uh, um, just the blood pressure and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I lost like four pounds since the last checkup, but not in a good way in the way of all of this stuff is happening. So I'm not, like, I'm so busy. I'm just like, out the house, go, you know? So I need to even find balance. This is the first day that I haven't, I don't have anything to do. Like, beyond this, there's no other obligations. I don't have to pick anybody up. I don't have to drop anybody off. I don't have to do anything. I can just sit and relax. Haven't had this type of day and since October, early October. Yeah, man. It's uh, finding that balance in your life. I know you were you were at that meeting and you were like, how are these people like fit? And, you know, all, you, you were sort of astonished, you know, I mean, uh, you got to you got to create it. You know, you got to create it. Yeah, yeah. It's the only way you can do it. True. So, yeah. You know, it's, it's definitely, definitely a challenge. You know, we, yeah. uh, we, we both listened to that Ryan Holiday book. Sarah listens to it after we did. Uh, yeah. The Discipline is Destiny one. And so she was like, we're getting up every morning and working out. <laughs> yeah, she was awesome. like, she was like, we need that discipline to get up every morning and work out. And she, she was like, you know, she found it appealing or whatever. You know, because that book's like propaganda. Like, you listen to that book, and then at the end of it, you're, like, ready to run through a wall. You're like, yeah. I need to be Lou Gehrig. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to not wear a jacket. <laughs> especially for people who are driven that way. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I would say, for you, like, you sniff that. That's the wrong way to approach you. Like, <laughs> like that's the way to get you to go, you're full of shit. I'm out. <laughs> you know what I mean, and, and and even for and I'm 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 making I'm projecting onto you because no, but there's also, a that skepticism yeah, part, and it's also the same way for me. I might not say you're full of shit, you know. You you probably tell me you're full of shit. Mm-hmm. Me personally, 
I would probably just be like, why why do you have the answers? I would definitely I would definitely be very skeptical because it's it it isn't super genuine, uh, not genuine. That's not the right word. It doesn't maybe it doesn't feel super genuine. It it feels like propaganda. Well, it you is. Know? You it know is. what I mean? Like he he tried to hide it behind the stories, which worked. But then after a while, you just saw that play being ran over and over and over again, and being like, "Oh, this is the same shit." The thing is, it's, it's uh, so I, one of the things that I like is like the propaganda that's good for you, you know. Mm-hmm. So you'll watch one of those like videos about or a Netflix movie about being vegan or exercising or, you know, like drinking smoothies. Like that's how I got into that, right? Mm-hmm. I know that it's propaganda because I have that skeptic. Just like you, just like you said, where it's like that sort of skeptical, like, oh, that's bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like, I can be like, ah, that's propaganda, but it's good for me. So I'm going to go with it. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, no, I can see that totally. And me, I'm more like, I I don't know, get to know me first. Yeah. Yeah. You need need a romantic dinner first. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Take me out. Speak, you know, whisper sweet nothings like that. Yeah. Yeah, whereas this guy's like his first story is like, do you know what you need? <laughs> yeah. Now you know how you get me. Honestly, the way you get me is you tie it into like this like very dramatic, you know, like life changing coming of age type of thing. You need like, a lo- you need a long term narrative. You need yes. the alchemist. You need yes. the whole book is about like yes. Actually, you know what I mean. You need yes. one. One book, one story about the whole thing. I, whereas I can take lots of these little stories and they're like, and I'm like, this is sugar, you know? And yeah, that, that's exactly it. <laughs> that book would have been Lou Garrett. Discipline oh, you, is destiny. You'd have been it. You'd have oh, been it. I'd have been like, this is the greatest book ever. I'd have been, this is, this is amazing. Yeah, you but know? he starts talking about all these other people and you're, and yeah, he, like, and you're like, what are you trying to sell me on? I can, I can see it. Speaking of books, Book of Jose, man. We, we we chapter four was basically chapter, part four. Part four. Part four. I mean, was basically the uh, the 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 part of uh, Big Punisher. Yeah, was pretty much what it was, Mister Big Pun himself, and how he met him and and all that. And I, I I so this chapter was I mean this part was probably my favorite because I remember. Being just getting really into hip hop at that time, I'm I'm a middle school kid about to go into high school, so like I'm in, I'm in yeah. in right. This is my this is my prime of like finding yourself when it comes to music. Yep. And I used to always think Big Pun was the was like the lead. In fact, Joe was his guy. Right. Until this book really painted the picture of oh no, like fact. Joe was the guy. You know what I mean? Like, he was the, the Diddy in this situation. Yeah, he had worked it out. And then Pun was, like, sort of the, the second piece of that. Yeah, he was the one that came in and just knocked it out the park. Like, Joe opened the door and Pun just ran through and knocked it out the park. Yeah, it was, and, inter- it was interesting. It's interesting to listen. So, this is an era of hip-hop that I don't listen to a ton of, right? Like, yeah. Um, not, that's not exactly true, but it's, I would say it's mostly true, right? Um, yeah. this is mostly hip hop that I don't listen to. Uh, 
not all of it, right? Because I'm a big KRS-One fan, and you'll find me listening to KRS-One like once a month. Like so, so there's people in there that I'm listening mm-hmm. to maybe once, maybe once a month here and there, but <clears throat> generally and overall, right? Um, I'm sort of like taking <coughs> taking a pass on most of this stuff. So it's interesting <coughs> to not know all of the characters. You know what I mean? Um, and to not be like I'm not super familiar with Fat Joe's music. I'm not super familiar with with any of that stuff. So as they're, they're listening, I'm like adding songs to playlists and, you know, starting an album. And it's there, dude, there's some, there's some bops in, in this era of music. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm definitely enjoying it. I will say that this book is not as well put together as Will Smith's book. No, it's not. And they, and I was funny. I was going to bring that up today. I wonder if there's licensing issues. Because what Will did was he put you in that moment and he played the music, the hits that like, you know, like he, if you remember, he used a lot of his music in the audio book to like bring it all together. And in this book, it's, it's much different than that. In this book, like, they don't really, he hasn't used a sound yet. And he uses sounds, but it's he never about his music, and, and, like and phone ringing, all yeah, that type of stuff. Thematic stuff. Yeah, right? but I'm I'm curious on why he's not like using any of the songs. But I imagine there must be some issue with like, you know, uh, him whether or not he owns all his masters, and if he has the permission, and you know what I mean, or if he had to pay to be able to use it. But it seems like a missed opportunity to me, because that was one of my favorite books, say favorite parts about Will. It's like when uh, you know when when uh, Ready Rock and he would play play the sound from you know certain songs and summertime. Yeah, he play, he, Remember he, he played, played a, summertime. He, he played a thing that was like a, a an actual cut from one of the from one of the uh, radio things that he had done too. Yeah, right? so yeah, like, he played that too when yeah. his album broke. You know, I thought yeah. that made the audio book like a movie. It did, and the other thing that I like is that. You know, he, he managed to tell stories about the people and the players and all the different people involved, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he told the story about uh, asking uh, Schwarzenegger and Bruce Willis and... Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, so he told these stories about these people that are, in the same way that, that Fat Joe is telling stories about, you know, the, the people that influenced him. But he put it into, like, a context, whereas yes. this is much more like... Here's a series of stories that about the things that happened. Mm-hmm. Whereas Will was like, so I, so Bruce Willis told me that the way that you know that you're the biggest star in, in the world is that people in other countries know your name. Mm-hmm. And so here's what I took away from that. I decided that what I should do is more media presence than other people in foreign countries. So I had a bigger box office and I did like, he talked about sort of the strategy of building his career and thinking strategically about how to become the Will Smith empire. Whereas Joe's sort of like telling a bunch of stories and getting progressively bigger, but he's not putting it into context and being like, and here's where I realized that (coughs) what I should be looking at sneakers and clothing and how I could grow a business based around my brand. And this is why I took those lessons away from that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I agree. I think Will 
had a message in a in a point to his book of like I'm telling this story but I'm also giving jewels. I'm giving real jewels about the industry, about greatness, about how how focus to be focused but how being over focused. He's in every chapter told you a story. He gave you the chapter with his grandmother that was about love and how love and being grateful will get you this far and how everything was purposeful with a story that you walked away with something. Fat Joe is, as you put it, it's just all candy. And it's just, it's just stories about people that you've heard of and his interactions with them. Yeah. And, and so it's a little bit more just, um, it's not, it's not bad, right? Like no, I'm no, enjoying, no, 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 I'm enjoying it. I'm not trying to disparage the guy. You just don't take nothing away with it. You're not yeah, going to have anything. I mean, maybe a little bit here and there. Maybe I'll find a thing. And certainly I appreciate how much he, how much personal reflection he has throughout the whole thing about Mm -hmm. like, I can't believe that this was what I was thinking. Right. And, you know, he he like tells us this, these chapters are about his like family and, and, uh, and he also is like, he, he talks about like his, his reaction to, he has a, a special needs child. Right. And he talks about, like, how it's important to him and blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't really tell you much about how he um, – like, how he's grown because of these situations or whatever, you know? Or, like, how his understanding of himself has changed because of these things. He, like – so, I don't know. It's just a little bit – more shallow or maybe less planned than I would want it to be. So, agreed. I think I think less planned is exactly what he is, what it is. Yeah. It's, it's still good. I'm still planned. enjoying it, but, you know. Less or planned. maybe I guess I guess even a better way to put it is maybe it seems like Will was being more reflective in terms of his life and like this kind of look back and like, "Hey, this is everything that I learned." You know up to this point now and this is how I felt about it then this is how I feel about it now Joe is kind of just telling you the story of the life of his life <laughs> that's it yeah. I don't even know if he's really done a doing a ton of reflecting other than that he's going back in the past yeah but there's been only a few moments where he's had like a lot of hindsight into it where it's like you learn something. It's been a couple moments, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's, a, but it's not, not the not, point. Not as many. It's not the point. And the point for the Will Smith story was to put it into context and yes. give you an idea of how to think like Will Smith. And the, and, mm-hmm. the in, from, and the inputs, each story is an input for what created Will Smith and his approach to the world. Yep. You know? Totally. Whereas this is just a bunch of stories. Both of the things are good, but, you know, I would say that that's, like, the bummer of this book. If yeah, because it, it was there. Oh, it was so there. There's so much of it there. It was there. They're so there. Yeah. Like, it you was can, You it can was tell there, that there's man. a lot there, that, and he's just glossing over it. And he's like, well, now I'm successful in living in Miami. And you're like, bro. <laughs> oh, so much there. Come on. <laughs> like now, I realized I wanted to, to show my kids, like, more reality, so we're taking them out of Miami. Come on, like <laughs> talk about it. Yeah, talk like the, like talk about it. 
There's a but lot of stuff deep. that influenced there. Yeah. yeah, there's not a lot of depth to it. It's yeah. really, at the end of the day, what it comes down to. Because Michael K. Williams, this book could have been, like we said in the beginning, it could have been Michael K. Williams, Will Smith meets, and boom, they, they can they combine. And that's what Fat Joe's book, sh- I would have liked it to be. I ain't going to say it should have been. But yeah. I would have liked for it to have been because I feel like there's, there's so much more depth there. One of the things you know? that Questlove says about hip hop um, that has always like cracked me up is he says, you know, hip hop is a here today, gone today style of music. Yes. Right. Like, like hip hop is about what's happening right now. And it doesn't really shock me that someone that is <coughs> so hip hop as Fat Joe is more of a here today, gone today storyteller. So it checks out, you know what I mean? <coughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I, I do feel like it's a little bit of a missed opportunity. A little bit of a missed opportunity. Great. No argument there. Uh, all right, well, uh, any anything you want to close up with? Or? No, I mean, it's been a good, you know, we're coming up to the close of the year, so I'm imagining next week we'll kind of get a little get a little update on where we are for the close of the year. Another Another year coming to its end. But uh, nah, man. I'll just say uh, I'm excited for the next uh, the next 12 months coming up here, and um, you know we had a great holiday season. The wife just finished up her holiday season, which is her big time of the year. And I would just say that uh, it's been really impressive. You know, really, really impressive the success that she's had. Um, over these couple of months here, and I think we got something, and and, and we're we're getting closer. Talk a yeah. little bit more about it next next week because we just set some goals and we're we're taking an, another step now. So we're, uh, we're we're about to be off to the races. Twenty twenty three, baby. You know we about to have an MJ season in that twenty twenty three. It's coming. I love to hear it. So, well, all right. Like, um, where can people find us? They can find us at theprocessesblackandwhite.com or they can search us on all their social media platforms at theprocessesblackandwhite and then we'll come right up. All right, man. Uh, we'll touch base next week. <coughs>